Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your host, the one and only Mariah Alicia. And today, I have a special guest with me today. Hey, y'all. This is Antoinette. Today, our focus point of this podcast is accepting the diversity aspect of America and pursuing the American dream. In the year 1931, America was known as the American dream. The American dream is the idea that every citizen within the United States is given equal opportunity to attain the highest aspirations. Furthermore, our nation is combined with different people that has migrated to the United States. In the year 1908, the metaphor melting pot began. Our embracement of a melting pot in the pursuit of the American dream defines the actuality of what it means to be an American. With all that being said, the best place to gain an understanding of our history of the melting pot and embracing it. First, what do you think the phrase melting pot means for America? Hmm. Honestly, this is my first time actually ever hearing that metaphor. Um, I would personally say, is it dealing with different cultural people? It is. That's okay. a, that's a, that's one of the key points to look at it that way. Okay. So do you think it's a positive or a negative aspect? Just going off your first thought. I actually would think it could possibly be both. Okay, I could see that. I could see that. So, over 300 million people that lives in America, but only 20 million people that are true Americans. What I mean by true Americans is that they're either African Americans or white Americans. So, in the article journal, Impact Milton Pot on Defining America Identity by Hankin states, if we are able to think of America as a huge cake, the ingredients in the cake, or let's just say each slice of the cake, represents a various race and American's race. It's just only one slice of the cake. So our nation has a diverse population with multiple groups of people. In other words, different cultures, nations, and races are involved all into one. And we're considered a diverse community. So for instance, a lot of citizens that aren't Mexican celebrate Cinco de Mayo. So do you celebrate Cinco de Mayo Day? Or have you ever celebrated it? Uh, I have definitely celebrated it before. But honestly, once I found out that it was for Mexican Mm -hmm. culture, I kind of, you know, just went away from doing it. But I just remember the times I did. I had such a great time. But one reason, again, not knowing exactly what it meant, per se, that's what made me kind of stop. So just because, you know, it's, it's a holiday, I just felt like it wasn't a holiday for me. Okay. And only due to just not really understanding the full reasoning for the, the holiday. Right. So, you know, typically people go out with their friends to Mexican restaurants or even they throw a party. It, even in schools, they celebrate Black History Month or Hispanic Heritage Month. Although America doesn't embrace all races, religions, and ethnics, overall this ties into how America would be considered multiculturalism. And back in elementary school, we only celebrated Black History Month. We didn't learn about Hispanic Heritage Month until high school. Mm-hmm. So that just shows you how everything has kind of changed in a way or what the school system wants us to kind of more know about mm-hmm. since we are considered a melting pot. So, I have a picture I want you just to look at, um, and we're going to just kind of talk about it, and you give me your 
um, thoughts on it or what you think it means per okay. se. So in the image, it's a guy, if you can notice, he has on a Republican hat. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in America, we are ran off of Republicans and Democrats. So the pot says, Great American Melting Pot. And in the quote, it says, Woof, keeping this stirring is hard work. Wonder if I could hire an immigrant to do it. So what do you, what would you interpret from this image of mm. a melting pot? Wow. Um, just based off what it says, the verbal, I would say, I would say that that's one of the reasons why here in the U.S. immigrants are really, really known as hard workers. Um, that's one of the reasons why I feel they come to America to actually make money and to be able to send back to help their family. And also, I think where, you know, they just know, that's why I think they look at us as Americans kind of lazy. Because right. I could just look at the picture and tell, like, he's really tired, tired of stirring. And he wants an immigrant to come over and do it because he knows they're going to come over here and actually do a great job. And seem like they wouldn't have a problem with completing the task. Right. So, wow. I think it's a little racist, though, and personally. <laughs> I think what I would interpret from that is, for one, um, is saying he wish he can hire an immigrant. That just shows you how America is a melting pot because it doesn't says hire an illegal immigrant, you know, so meaning that, it's a lot of immigrants that has the green card that does live in America that shapes America of its diversification. Mm. Um, and then I'd say too how his hat is Republican. That's another way of it, it being a melting pot. We don't really know what his race is just because the cartoon picture is in black and white, but we can assume that he's nine times out of ten white American because typically white Americans are Republicans. So yeah. that's kind of what I've gained from that image or how I would interpret it in my own way. Okay. So another question I have for you. Growing up, did your school obtain other races besides African-American? Yes, but I would say the percentage was very, very small. Um, it was primarily African-Americans, predominantly. And maybe if I had to do a percentage... Out of 100, I'll say probably 10% of white Americans don't really honestly remember any other ethnic group outside of that. But yeah, it was primarily black American. Okay, so did you celebrate any important months beside Black History Month in school or did y'all celebrate Black History Month in school? We did celebrate Black History, but that's honestly the only... Um, holiday that we celebrated in reference to different cultures. Um, I didn't learn about honestly different cultures of um, people on that level until I got to college. Okay, because I know like some schools back in the day they did not celebrate Black History Month even though Black History Month was established in the year of 1970. Um, it really didn't become a full swing until I say like 1980s, 1990s, mm -hmm. early 200s, that's really when they kind of really enforced it in schools, honestly, 
done um, big big events like pep rallies about it, or they had speakers come to the school and everybody just fully embraced it, even people that weren't African American. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like in our books, like textbooks, it was always about Martin Luther King, yes. Curtis Scott King, um, Harry Tubman. Um, they really didn't talk about Malcolm X like that because he is, was kind of more violent in a way when he acted, even though he was right. But um, schools didn't want us to really learn about him because he was kind of more in the violence aspect. So now that we have gained deeper insight on the history, on how America got the name of a melting pot, let's talk about how American Dream has shaped us overall as a nation. In the ebook. The American Dream, a short history of an idea that shaped a nation by Jim Cullen, it states that the American Dream was inspired by Horatio Aguilar Jr., who became famous from his stories. I don't know if you ever heard of him before. Um, I never heard of him before until I did my research on him. It was very fascinating reading up on him. It really kind of answered all of my um, questions that I had kind of gained from reading so within these stories it basically talked about a young poor boy who eventually became very successful and he was african-american um he lived in i guess you can consider it some people call it the trenches or let's just say the hood or the projects so everybody looked up to him when he changed his life around full 360 from where he actually came from so the young poor boy had determination and great work that good skills to achieve all of his goals. This caught everyone's eyes and America felt that anyone has the opportunity to better themselves with the resources. Although in the hood, those resources were very limited to him, especially like the um, schools. They really didn't have um, as many teachers to really teach them. So they kind of taught themselves or let's just say... Um, they knew more street smart than book smart or common mm-hmm. sense smart because yes. that's what they were around. Also, it states that in the 21st century, the American dream remains a major element of our national identity. And yet national identity itself is marked by a sense of uncertainty that may well be greater than ever before. So everyone does have the ability and resources to build their quote-unquote perfect life because that is what the American dream is based off of so it's a lot of um billionaires that's out here right most people think well they're already billionaire what more money could they make or what more do they want out of life but in their eyes they feel like they're not done they're not done yet they're trying to figure out a way to become the the first trillionaire because I don't think no one has ever became the first trillionaire so it's always room for improvement in a lot of people's eyes. So, do you feel that you have achieved the American dream, or do you feel like it's more to it that you can achieve? I definitely feel I have achieved a lot of the American dream. However, the more I continue to grow in life, knowledge is power. Um, there's there's definitely more that I want for myself. So I would like just to continue to get, as they say, a piece of the pie, continue to have a piece of that pie and continue to just, you know, um, yeah, just be able to continue to be the best that I can be in, in this world. So do you believe that minorities such as African-Americans have the ability to gain the American dream? Oh, absolutely. 
I do feel that minorities do have the same rights as others to death and gain it. I just think that a lot of times we're so stuck in the past to where um, our mindsets are just so focused so far what happened in the past that kind of hinders our future. That's what I personally think. I like that. I've, I must definitely can agree with you on that. Um, although it may take 10 times more steps than people that either have the resources or that um, live in the suburbs. Because you can live in the suburbs and not have necessarily the resources or um, people there to kind of lead you down the way. Okay. But I most definitely feel like it is... Um, it's most definitely easy to obtain the American dream if you really work hard for it. Absolutely. It may take time. It takes time for a lot of things. There's a lot of trials and tribulations that you will have along the way, but you can do it. Absolutely. If really that's what you want. Yes. So with all that being said, the American dream has shaped our nation and identity. Now let's talk about how the melting pot and the American dream ties into each other. So in the ebook, The American Dream, A Short History of an Idea, that shaped a nation by John Cullen again. It states that political scientist Jennifer complies data suggesting that working class black Americans, for example, believe in it with an intensity that baffles and appeals more affluent African Americans who see the dream as lulls. People are ignoring the structural barriers that prevent collectively as well as personal achievements. So for years, it has always been harder for African-Americans to achieve the American dream since it's prone for the race to be lower class. You know, America is ran off a of social class, mm-hmm. lower class, middle class, and upper class. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, African-Americans grew up in the hood and survived off of food stamps, such as white trailer park trash, mm-hmm. um, food stamps, or I think it's called now EBT. Which I hate that, white trailer trash. Yeah, but you know, it's like, if we're talking about stigma, that's what they're, you know, they consider them yeah. white trailer tra- trash. Yes. So, the American dream is freedom and achievement. The ability to have complete freedom and being able to embrace your true identity has shaped this country into a melting pot. So, based on everything I have said, do you feel that the melting pot and American dream ties into each other? Or do you feel like everyone's race and culture is... America in America is accepted. Hmm. I definitely don't think every culture, every race is accepted in America. Um, we definitely have still ways to go with that, which I never understood why it's so hard. Because I do believe no matter what our race, what our creed is, we're still humans at the end of the day, and we all deserve the same respect and be able to. I continue to chase the American, our American dreams and be able to, I feel like if we was to continue to start helping each other, uh, no matter what our race is, help each other along the way, we all can continue to climb to the top to, to get uh, whatever we're looking for, what, what makes us feel happy with the American dream of accomplishing it. And so, I don't, yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts. And intake on it. Yeah, I must definitely feel you. I feel like the um, the multiply and the American dream was definitely ties into each other because um everybody culture for one is different. So for instance, like you have people that's um 
African descent and their American dream is being in the medical field. That's one of their dreams or being white coast, what you can say. So, so I feel like everybody's American dream most definitely is different. You have others that may just want to graduate college and just always work in that particular field. And you have others that may leave that field to make more money, mm-hmm. something that makes them happy. And I also feel that people that live the American dream aren't always happy because money can only make you happy for so long. Absolutely. So you genuinely have to find your happy place or people that makes you happy or just in general what makes you happy overall because you can't depend on a person to make you happy absolutely and I'm sorry you took that was my thoughts as well I wanted to say like really how much money you know really can distinguish your happiness or make you happy so a lot of people may feel like they have reached their American dream and may not really have a lot of money, but overall they're happy within and they're satisfied with where they are. So, yeah, I, I think it just depends on each individual what, what that American dream looks like for them. I love that. So this time has came to an end. Special thanks to my guest, Antoinette. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoy having you. I appreciate you for taking our time to be a part of my podcast. Your opinions and prior knowledge have helped me gain another perspective on what the American dream was like when you were growing up and overall how our nation has evolved into a melting pot. So overall, I can't say our embracement of a melting pot and the pursuit of the American dream defines the actuality of what it means to be an American. Thank you all for being tuned.